Hello, hello, and welcome to the Gut Health Gladiator podcast. This is your host, Cassie Woods. All right. So what we're talking about today is what types of things actually impact the function of the gut and the function um, of the gut brain access. So we'll just hop right into it um, and I'll give you a few things to think about. And you can kind of relate this to yourself and kind of think back of like, could some of these things um, have either happened to you be going through them right now? Um, Are they something that's in your everyday life, your lifestyle, your diet, those kinds of things. And maybe this can help you kind of piece together some of the issues and symptoms and things that you've been experiencing. So a few things um, to understand um, about the gut and the gut brain access, specifically the gut, is that we um, get our microbiome from our ancestors, right? From specifically from our mom. Um, but the microbiome and our bacteria is passed down, you know, from generation to generation. So a lot of these things, you know, if you think about, um, you know, your your gut and your gut health and all of that kind of stuff, you can kind of look around at the people in your family and see that there's some commonalities and a lot of different digestive problems, a lot of times like with certain um, personality traits, uh, the way that we deal with stress, different things like that. And a big part of that is because we inherit fly, right? We inherit our uh, microbiome and our bacteria from our mom and she inherited it from her mom and so on and so forth. And so that's something to think about and to understand as you are kind of digging through this and really starting to learn and understand your body a little bit better. That um, number one, we get our our very first dose of bacteria and kind of our our, our um, beginning of our microbiome comes from you know birth. Okay, so things that impact that, whether you you, you know you were uh, delivered via C-section or vaginal birth. Okay, so that right there really impacts um, kind of the beginning stages of the formation of your microbiome. Okay, and then um, the environment that you were raised in, the type of foods that you were ate that you ate when you were a child child, all of those kinds of things play a role. Um, the, the people that you were surrounded by, all of that plays a role in the development of that um, microbiome. Okay. So from the beginning stages, we think of it in that sense. So um, that is one thing that impacts massively. So if you have kids, I just want you to really take this in and understand this. Okay. So our uh, gut brain access and a lot of the communication that goes back and forth, you know, between our gut and our brain, that is being formed. A lot of that is being formed through our childhood and adolescent years. Okay. And our microbiome, same thing, especially in early childhood, you know, the microbiome, the gut flora, all of those kinds of things are really being developed and cultivated and formed when we're children. So if you have kids right now is the perfect time to really be mindful and paying attention to some of these things. Because when you become an adult, you kind of have what you have, right? And you, and you can change and tweak and repair and, and do some different things. But as children, when this stuff is really developing, that's when you can really make a big impact. And, and truly, like if there you know, is family history of having a certain type of j- digestive issue, right? So like maybe constipation, 
runs in the family, right? And you can look back and you can be like, yes, all of my mom, my aunt, my, you know, all these people, you know, have digestive issues. Well, your child doesn't have to, you can really be proactive um, at this point in their life and, you know, supplement and do some different things and change some things. And they will have that microbiome for the rest of their life. So something to think about and something to understand is that when you were a child, or if you have a child now, that is when a lot of these things are being formed. And so that impacts, you know, the function and of the gut and the gut brain axis is just your history, right? Your childhood. Um, another thing that, that largely impacts uh, the function of the gut and the gut brain axis is um, pharmaceuticals. So whether that be antibiotics, um, steroids, uh, you know, just different types of medications, any kind of medication, and even over the counter, um, types of medications. So NSAIDs, which is like aspirin, ibuprofen, Tylenol, different things like that. Um, and then any other kind of over-the-counter Benadryl, any type of medication that you are taking has an impact on the microbiome, on the gut lining. If you've ever heard of the term leaky gut, NSAIDs are horrible for your gut lining and massively contribute to the, the kill off of um, bacteria, you know, uh, healthy bacteria, beneficial bacteria, and then also in, um, you know, putting holes in your gut lining. So leading to leaky gut. Um, so medications, um, antibiotics, if you think about that, right, bacteria, antibiotics kill bacteria. So if you take antibiotics, the antibiotics are not going into your body and determining, okay, we're only going to get the one specific type of bacteria, you know, for this one kind of infection that you have. That's the only kind that we're going to kill off. That's not how it works. Antibiotics, you know, they kill bacteria, meaning they kill what is going on, you know, in your microbiome and in your gut flora. And not every antibiotic is as strong and it kind of depends on, you know, the delivery method and the dosing and the potency and those kinds of things. So there are some kinds of antibiotics that are really, really, really detrimental um, to your gut health and you really need to be careful with. And there are other kinds of antibiotics that are just kind of detrimental. But either way, if you're taking antibiotics or if you look back on your history and especially you guys, especially when you're an adolescent. This is one that I talk to people every single day and they think back and look back on adolescence and they're like, I used to always get strep throat or, you know, I had mono or I had, you know, um, a lot of like Accutane, right? Like kids that had um, uh, acne issues or skin issues. And so they were on these different types of either on a long-term antibiotic or on steroids as an adolescent that plays a huge role in what's going on with your in, in your microbiome and with your bacteria and with the communication back and forth. So understand that, that any kind of medication that you're taking, whether it be over-the-counter, whether it be antibiotics, whether it be um, steroids, whether it be whatever kind of medication, it has has an impact, you know, some more than others, but it has an impact on your um, gut lining and on the bacteria that's actually in your gut. So understanding that if you've ever been on medication, you know, and, and you didn't follow that medication up with some, you know, probiotics or fermented foods or, you know, some kind of healing protocol to kind of rebalance things. And now you're like, oh my gosh, I've been on antibiotics, you know, I'm on antibiotics four to five times a year, or I have my kids on antibiotics four to five times a year. And now they're having all these allergies and they're having asthma and they're having, you know, all of these different things going on. 
understand that all of these things play a role. All of these things impact. If you're hopping on live, definitely um, drop a comment. If, and if you're catching the replay, if you guys have any questions as I'm going through this, please, please, please um, leave a comment and or send me a message or send me an email or any of those kinds of things. Um, and I'll be happy to answer specific questions. So um, number one is kind of like genetic, you know, history and kind of your family and upbringing, all those kinds of things. Um, number two is um, our, you know, medications and any any kind of thing like that that we're taking, whether it be over the counter or prescription. Um, Number three, one thing that really, really, really impacts the gut and then also the gut brain access. So the communication back and forth is stress. I talked about this briefly yesterday, but any kind of stress. So this can be stress from, you know, a, a stressful job or a stressful life situation. This can be environmental stress, just like toxins in the environment um, or traffic, like even something like that. Any kind of stress that's in your life, it can be oxidative stress from like doing way too intense of exercises too often, right? That's stress on your body that can impact, you know, negatively impact um, the body. So too much stress, enough stress is good. The body really needs a certain level of stress, right? But if you if you um, have too much stress or even too little stress, you know, that can really impact the microbiome, the gut, and then the communication back and forth. So this is another thing with the, there's um, some studies right now that have come out that talk about this. And you guys know, I love scientific validation, um, but there's some studies that have come out that, that show what happens, you know, with, with the communication back and forth between the gut and the brain. We talked about that yesterday with the gut brain access, that stress actually muffles and kind of like dulls um, the communication back and forth. So you're the, the way that our body is designed and the way that our gut is designed in our enteric nervous system, our vagus nerve, our central nervous system, the way that our design body is designed to operate when we are under stress it can't communicate as efficiently back and forth. And so that's where you start kind of getting into these places where you have your adrenal system that is working over time and, and your body is just trying to balance out. And you got to understand that your body is always just trying to stay in balance. And when you're putting too much stress on your body and you're not kind of, um, you know, doing things to manage that stress, whether that be from, you know, lifestyle changes, supplementation, diet, nutrition, any of those kinds of things, you're, you're not kind of trying to balance things back out, repair, replenish, your body gets out of balance. And so then your hormones get out of control and, and some things are underproduced, some things are overproduced. Um, your, your immune system can start attacking itself. Your adrenal system isn't functioning properly. And basically things just kind of can get out of whack with stress because your body, your gut and your brain are not able, you know, to communicate as in the way that they're designed, right? It dulls the communication to where they're, they're not talking back and forth in the way that they should be, right? So they're not understanding each other, if that makes sense. So drop a one below if that makes sense. Um, so stress largely, largely impacts, um, you know, the, the actual uh, bacteria in your gut. Um, and it can kill off, again, the, uh, the, the, there's scientific validation with this also, where um, high levels of stress 
impact um, the different communities and the different types and strains of bacteria that are in your gut um, and end up kind of like killing off certain beneficial ones. And then just the signaling back and forth when you're under high levels of stress, um, if it's not managed, again, um, it, it, it changes that ecosystem, changes the environment, changes the types of bacteria that cultivate and grow, and then it changes the signaling back and forth. It dulls the communication and then just the signaling back and forth, just the information that's coming from the gut to the brain and to the other parts of the body, you know, is not, um, is not as positive. So stress is something. So you can look back and be like, was there a really stressful life event that happened? And then I started experiencing these symptoms and things kind of started getting out of whack. And then this happened and then that happened. And if you were a mom and you think about pregnancy and childbirth in that first year, just that in itself, just understand that, that it is a massive disruption to the microbiome, okay? So we're talking about the types of things that impact the function of the gut and the gut-brain axis, right? So pregnancy is a massive disruption to the microbiome. And if you didn't do anything, you know, to manage stress, to kind of rebalance, restore, and heal, you know, your body and specifically your microbiome after each pregnancy, and you're like, my hormones are out of whack, and it kind of, things just changed after that point and, and progressively got worse and progressively got worse, you can think back like for um, a young adult, you know, thinking back on like the first time that you went to college, you know, or you went to college or you moved out on your own or had a really stressful job or anything like that. Stress is a major disruption to the microbiome. And then it also dulls the communication back and forth. So understanding that, that high levels of stress, major disruption, you know, and, and our gut is needed, you know, um, the, the certain types of bacteria, um, and then, um, just the communication back and forth, you know, between our gut and our brain is needed for us to, um, kind of handle stress and have that stress resiliency. We're designed in that way. Right. So again, we talked yesterday about the neurotransmitters and these neurotransmitters, GABA, which is a big one that that restores calm that kind of helps us with uh, dealing with anxiety, like feeling um, stress less GABA is hugely um, responsible in that that's that's its job, essentially. Um, serotonin, another one, you know, that feeling of well being that feeling of happiness, that you know, is um, serotonin's job. And those two are largely, you know, serotonin, 95% um, GABA is substantially produced in the gut and then dopamine, same thing. So understanding that the way that our body is designed, you know, is our gut and our, our gut flora, our gut bacteria, and then this communication back and forth, the gut brain axis, how they're talking to each other, you know, the way that our body is designed to handle stress, to handle anxiety, to deal with life, we need our gut to be healthy in order for that to happen. And we can look back at some of these things and look at, you know, what was there a large um, stressful, you know, life event? Was there, um, you know, some, maybe a major medical thing? You had a surgery, um, anything like that. I talk about this a lot. And you guys have probably heard me talk about this with me um, when I really kind of got thrown, my body got thrown into a tailspin was after um, when I was pregnant with Ellie. And I had to have the emergency cerclage procedure um, at 21 and a half weeks. And I had two rounds of IV antibiotics, a 24-hour magnesium drip, and then ended up on oral antibiotics for a seven-day period, maybe a 10-day period. I think it was a 10-day period, um, like a month later. So within you know a two-month time during my pregnancy, I had major um, antibiotic use. And we also had um, an unexpected death in the family. I was put on bed rest. It was just a 
a hugely stressful time all at once. And that was really what throw, threw my body into a tailspin is I just didn't have the bacteria um, in my gut to be able to kind of handle things. And then you threw stress on top of it and it was just a mess. So if you can think back, you know, of like when some of these symptoms started coming up and popping up, you know, you, this might help you put some of the pieces together, connect some of the dots. So um, stress is a big one. Um, nutrition. It, I would be just not doing you, uh, I would be doing you a disservice if I did not talk about nutrition um, and, and understanding the impact of nutrition on our microbiome. So this starts way back at childhood, right? So remember that our microbiome um, and our gut flora and all of these things are formed in uh, childhood and into adolescence, right? So if you grew up eating um, a very, um, you know, processed diet, a lot of processed foods, a lot of like refined carbs, um, sugars, things like that, that you weren't eating like a whole foods, you know, a lot of plants and vegetables and different things like that. If you're a picky eater, anything like that, you likely just started out in life with low diversity, right? Without having you know, the, the really, um, you know, densely populated uh, gut bacteria that had a lot of different types of bacteria. Um, and you, you kind of just like weren't set up for success. And that's something to think about if you are a parent, right? I'm very, very passionate about this, um, is you are setting your child up, your child's gut, you're setting them up for the rest of their life, right? And so understanding that, that they don't have the option to be a picky eater. In my house, my girls, my daughters, they don't have the option to be picky eaters. They eat what they get. And they this is what we say is you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. And they eat vegetables. They don't drink juice, soda, anything like that. You know, there's no benefit to it. There's And I that may be controversial, but it's just the truth. There is no benefit from a health standpoint of them eating or drinking junk food, pop, soda, juice, you know, things that are, I know are detrimental to their health. They don't get, because I know that we are building the foundation right now of what the rest of their life is going to be like. And if they want to eat that stuff when they're adults and it's their own decision, you know, they're more power to them. They can do whatever they want. And it's not an issue and we don't make it an issue and it's not a big deal, but they've just from day one, you know, they eat vegetables, they eat, you know, a lot of different things. They take their vitamins and probiotics and all of that kind of stuff. And it's just always been that way from day one. So I encourage you to really think about this. If you have kids and really think about, you know, kind of what's, what, um, what you're setting up for them for the rest of their life. So that's something to think about with nutrition is how you were raised and what it was like when you were a child and adolescent. And if you ate a lot of, um, processed foods, then you likely started out with low diversity and it kind of just went from there. Um, and then now if you can, again, look back even, you know, maybe your college years or, you know, when you're first starting out and you didn't have a lot of money and you lived off top ramen, cause that's me. <laughs> like we didn't have a lot of money when I was growing up and, um, we didn't, we didn't need a lot of like necessarily junk food, but we didn't have a lot of money. And so we ate, you know, things that didn't cost a lot of money. And a lot of that was more processed foods and things from a box and hamburger helper and, you know, macaroni and cheese with hamburger mixed in and Kool-Aid was like, we drank, there was always Kool-Aid. I like, even in my twenties, I would always have Kool-Aid, which is so weird. Like, especially now I look back, I'm like, what on earth? But looking back and thinking, you know, um, through different periods in your life and that one right there, like going out on your own, learning how to cook on your own, 
not having a lot of money, eating, you know, cheap food, like a lot of processed foods, and then having a lot of stress. Well, that's a massive event on your microbiome just right there. And that can impair, you know, or, or affect diversity. And then, you know, things kind of go from there if you just don't know any better. Um, so that's something to think about. So understanding that nutrition plays a huge role if you're eating a lot of processed foods, a lot of added sugars, a lot of refined oils, just a lot of, um, you know, convenient type foods, whether even condiments, um, just a lot of anything that's processed that comes in a box or has a really long shelf life. Those kinds of things typically have, um, you know, additives, emulsifiers, uh, different things like that that are they're damaging to the gut lining and then actually damaging to the actual bacteria that's in our gut. So that's something to understand. And then if you're not eating a lot of, um, you know, plant-based foods and prebiotics, so, you know, um, leafy greens, um, you know, uh, sweet potatoes are great, great, great uh, prebiotic type food, onions, garlic, you know, if you don't eat a lot of vegetables and a lot of fruit and you didn't, you've kind of always been that way um, and you don't, you, you don't have a diverse diet, that, you know, understand that that's what the bacteria in your gut lives off of is, is the fibers um, in that food, you know, in that, in the plant-based food. So if you're not actually eating a lot of those kinds of things, then there is nothing for the healthy beneficial bacteria to live off of. And so you have low diversity. That's what ends up happening. You could be taking the best probiotic in the world, like the most high potency, best scientifically validated, like on the market, it is the best of the best of the best of the best. You spend a hundred dollars on a bottle, right? If you have a, a processed diet, right? And you're not eating a lot of prebiotic type foods and you're eating a lot of, um, you know, refined oils or um, just a lot of processed foods, you know, and you're not eating fruits and vegetables, you're, you're not, you're just wasting your money with the probiotic because the bacteria doesn't have anything to live off of. Right. And so it just passes right on through you and you're wasting your money. So understanding that, that nutrition plays a large role. And so you can look back and look at what it was like growing up, what it was like, you know, through each of the times in your life. And if there was a time you can look back and be like, okay, you know, I, I noticed some of these difference, you know, this happened then this happened then this happened. And then, you know, my, at this time in my life, my nutrition was not very good. I had a lot of stress. And ever since then, things just haven't been the same or ever since then it's kind of just went downhill or, you know, you can think of it and look at it in that way, or maybe it's always been an issue. You know, maybe your digestion has always been a problem. Maybe you've always kind of had um, anxiety, or maybe you've always, you know, kind of been the way that you are. And you can look back and say, and my mom was that way. And my aunt was that way. And, you know, all of these other people were that way. Well, that that's very good. Um, it's, it, 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 there's a reason for that, right? There's, we scientifically, we understand why that is and how that happens. So um, those are some of the things um, that can impact the function of the gut and the gut brain access. So again, it is um, you know, how you were born. Um, so whether C-section, vaginal, whether you were breastfed or not, that impacts um, the your microbiome, the gut bacteria um, that, that you had, you know, from early childhood on. Um, the type of food that you ate, the environment that you lived in, the people that you were around, all of that kind of stuff forms and shapes um, your microbiome um, and, and your gut bacteria. Um, stress plays a big role, largely impacts the function of the gut 
especially the gut brain access, the two that communicate back and forth. Um, and then, you know, the actual bacteria in your gut stress really impacts kind of the different communities and different strains and types of bacteria that, that can and will live in your gut. Um, nutrition is a big one. So nutrition plays a big role and then medications. So medications, you know, have an impact one way or the other, you know, um, whether it's over the counter or it's prescription type drugs, they have, uh, an impact on your gut lining on actual gut bacteria. And then on the communication, you know, there's a lot of studies that are coming out that are showing these different types of medications that actually, again, dull the communication back and forth or hinder the communication between some of these systems. And we talked yesterday a little bit about, um, you know, just some of the functions of the gut brain access and the gut and the gut bacteria and some of the different systems that are regulated by, you know, these um, signaling molecules, these metabolites, this enteric nervous system, the vagus nerve, you know, all of these, these different things, this gut brain access and kind of how all of this is working together, right? Are in the, I talked about the HPA axis, so the hypothalamus, the pituitary, and the adrenal axis, and that is largely impacted and modulated and regulated by our gut bacteria and the gut brain axis. So understanding that taking medication can impact, you know, the the function of some of these different things. It can impact metabolism. It can impact um, your mood, your stress resilience, your ability to deal with. Um, anxiety or just like life events, all of those kinds of things, cognitive function, right? We talked about that yesterday, again, a cognitive function that, um, you know, the, the gut is producing all of these different neurotransmitters, and there's all of these different, um, you know, metabolites and signaling molecules and everything that's going back and forth, and the communication back and forth um, from our brain to our gut. And so if we have some of these things that have happened, you know, whether it be a really stressful event mixed with, um, you know, processed foods for an extended period of time mixed with, you know, a round of antibiotics or some type of medication. And maybe, you know, you kind of started off with low diversity or lacking some certain types of bacteria just from family history. Then we can see where, you know, you don't have the certain types of bacteria in your gut period that help, you know, the, that are producing these neurotransmitters that are producing serotonin, that are producing GABA, that are producing norepinephrine, that are producing um, dopamine and all of these different things, right, that help us with stress and anxiety and sleep, you know. So that's another one. And I'll, I'll end with that, that um, and it kind of ties into stress, but sleep and um, lack of sleep, I should say, impacts um, the gut. So not sleeping is very stressful. So being um, sleep deprived, which in, if you did not know this, if you're sleeping less than seven to eight hours a night consistently, that is sleep deprivation. So less than seven hours, anything less than seven hours is sleep deprivation. And that is a majorly stressful event on your body. And it impacts, remember we talked about stress and stress impacts the communication back and forth, which is going to impact cognitive function, brain health, all of those kinds of things. It's why you're going to feel like sluggish and have, you know, um, trouble remembering things, um, just not feel as good as you know that you should. Um, a lack of sleep majorly impacts the actual bacteria in the gut and then the communication back and forth because it's really, really stressful on your body. Not to mention brain health and, and some of the things that happen within our body and within our brain specifically when we sleep. So sleep is so important. We have to have it. So to recap one more time, number one, family history, you know, how you were born um, and, and family history, that that impacts the function um, of the gut and the gut brain axis. 
Um, number two was medications, whether they're over the counter or prescription type medications. Those are two things that, that largely impact the gut and, and the gut brain access. Number three was stress. So stress hugely. And again, scientific validation showing how and what's happening. Um, you know, the different types of um, bacteria that it's kind of killing off and then muffling the communication back and forth. And it's with stress, it's this circle effect, right? Because we need these certain types of bacteria, these beneficial types of bacteria in our gut that are producing those neurotransmitters, right? The GABA, the norepinephrine, the um, dopamine, the um, serotonin, we need those types of bacteria to be able to deal with stress in a healthy way, right? To manage the stress. And stress impacts, you know, um, the body and the gut. And so it's suppressing, it's, it's dulling the communication and it's su suppressing, you know, the, um, the quantities of those really beneficial types of bacteria. So then you kind of get into this situation where it's a circle where you're stressed out and now you've, you've, the stress has caused, you know, this disruption in your microbiome. And so you don't have, now you have fewer of the those beneficial bacteria that are producing those neurotransmitters that your body needs to be able to deal with the stress. So then it's even more of a stressful event on your body. Um, and it, it, it kind of ends up just being in this circle. And so if you're not doing things to manage stress, and then also supplementing in a way that is kind of replenishing, restoring and rebalancing your body, you know, after these stressful events or during these stressful events, then you know, you really open yourself up to having some major problems. Um, you know, at some point further down the line. So I hope that that was um, beneficial and value, uh, valuable to you guys. And um, all right, thanks for tuning in. Hey, if you want the video that goes along with this audio and then also more information on all of this gut brain access stuff and how you can learn how to rebalance, restore and optimize your gut brain access and your microbiome, I created a really cool resource. All you have to do is go to www.gutingear.com. This is totally free. Drop your email and I'll send you all the information, all of the videos, recordings, all of that. And it's going to help empower you to know what's going on within your body and really learn how to get your energy, your mental clarity, your metabolic function, all of these things back by restoring, optimizing, and healing your gut and your gut brain access. So again, all you have to do is go to www.gutingear.com, drop your email, and then it'll be sent right straight to your inbox. Thanks again for tuning in.